All right, so we're going to talk today about uh, another Big Think video um, by the folks over at Big Think who uh, have a, it's a YouTube channel. And the name of the video is Kids Don't Always Make You Happier. Here's Why People Have Them Anyway. This is another one by Paul Bloom. I did another one, uh, another recording about uh, Paul Bloom and his um, book about suffering. Um, and I'm not sure if this one stems from the same book, but um, but I enjoyed it, and I'm going to share some thoughts about it. Actually, when I saw the title of the video, I almost passed over it because it's such a controversial subject, and my views are so different that I hesitate. I hesitated before listening to it. And then I just decided to plow in and and, uh, and tackle it, I guess. And I think the real reason that I actually turned away, I was looking at the thumbnail for the video again. What I read first was the, the question that was on the thumbnail. And the question was, should you have kids? And that's the question that I'm going to address today, I think. That's the question that Paul Bloom addressed. And I'll, uh, I'll start with his ending statement. His ending statement was that it can be argued that despite all of the challenges of having children, that it may be part and parcel of a meaningful life. Though he does point out that there are people he knows, there are people I know, have a meaningful life and a very full life without having children. And of course, this has always been the case. But the interesting thing about it, the interesting thing about um, that being the case is the fact that it runs um, runs contrary to our uh, our biology. It seems to run contrary to the nature of existence. And yet there are always exceptions to every rule. And perhaps there I've actually said it, and I've done it pretty quickly. I think the reason I shied away from this so much is that very fact, the fact that it is so intrinsic to our natures, that it is intertwined with existence itself. We have no existence in this world outside of the bearing of children. And when you really think about that for any period of time, you realize how strange it is that we live in a time where we can even ask the question. And it sure is part of the real struggle of the modern age it shows, in a sense, how far we've fallen from our very natures. And I don't say that in any condescending way, condescending way, or any finger-pointing way, but simply to point out that we are already fighting an uphill battle for a meaningful life. The very organs of our body of our reproductive system, cry out for the union that creates children, the craving for sexual union, 
the desire for companionship, the need for meaningful struggle, is written in our very members. It's written not just upon our souls, but in our very bodies. It's so innate that through the ages it has propelled man and beast into the great work of child-rearing. It could be argued the greatest work, that of child-rearing. Through most of the history of the world, it was just something you couldn't get around. And whatever other pursuits that you took on were almost secondary. I mean, I suppose if you were the head of state, you could pretend that your job was more important than the rearing of your children. Until, of course, your son takes over <laughs> and destroys everything you've created. And it makes me wonder why the divine powers that lie on the other side of all that we can see, which dispense out knowledge to the earth, have allowed this time in which people can actually choose this thing that has always, this choice which has always been made for us. What purpose is there in us being able to? choose something which is so contrary to our natures. I can't say I completely know, but I've pondered on the subject many times. Perhaps part of it is that there is a better reason than exigency. This pill that has been swallowed has brought a lot of bitterness. Perhaps it'll cause us to learn to prize the sweet, to prize the gift of life, with all of its intrinsic messiness and laborious burdens, perhaps of our own volition through this period that we've had, that mankind will come to, man will come to desire to be what they are and what they were created, I guess, to be, you could say. Oh no. I do think it has some good side effects. Some extent, it seems like it's gotten people's noses off the grindstone. There's just a little bit, which helps to be able to consider higher themes. Perhaps that's part of the reason. And men and women can explore more fully what they are beyond, I guess, their um, the biological imperatives and i really do see good in that there's many an artist a contemplative a musician or a uh, entrepreneur who has been able to point our minds towards what might be the hints of transcendent themes because they were not caught up in every moment of their day with providing and changing diapers. I suppose there is some good that's come out of that. I know there has, but it seems like we've also played with fire and it's brought a lot of destruction. And a great void 
that longs to be filled. I love children. I'm grateful for mine. I love them with all my heart. Perhaps that's the other side of this whole question. And I admire anybody who rejoices in bringing a child into the world. I admire anybody who brings into a child into the world who they didn't plan for, but who chooses to give the child life. And since we live in a time where we have a choice, it's encouraging to know that there are still some who try.